Welcome back to another episode of Lunch Break, guys. Today we have a couple special guests. We have Christine and Regina here with us. Yay! 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 If you guys don't know Christine and Regina, they used to work at Wang Fu as well. So it's like kind of like OG Wang Fu girls and like new Wang Fu girls. So our plus one for today is Michelle Mori, and she requested American and fast food. I'm drinking Delgana coffee for you. Ooh. Iced Delicious. cold brew. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> I'm eating cereal. <laughs> and I have pizza. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Why is our diet so bad? <laughs> you guys know Christine and Regina from Wang Fu, but right now they're not with Wang Fu anymore. So what are you guys doing right now? We have our own podcast called Perfectly Woo! Imperfect. What up? Regina and I actually met at Wang Fu. Regina is actually the original OG first Wang Fu girl at Wang Fu. And then from us being there together, we started to bond. We used to like, uh, after after our shoots, like in the parking lot or just like even outside of each other's homes because we lived really close together. So we would always like carpool and things like that. And that's really how Christine and my relationship like really blossomed. And then Aww. I think like seven years later, we started our own podcast. Aww, oh God, it's seven so years. Cute. I guess yeah. Regina and I, yeah, we've known each other for about almost 10, 10 years. 10 years now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my so, goodness. We uh, say old school or old, it's 10 years <laughs> old, ago. Old, old yeah. school. <laughs> so today's episode is unique because as you can see, it's an all-female cast. So we thought we'd reach out to our care holders and on Patreon and on Instagram to get some questions to see what you guys had for the, the ladies at Mong Fu. Then obviously like all our answers are based off of our, our own opinion as we do like identify as like cis females. So obviously what, we're, what we say is we're not trying to speak for a whole gender. So Regina, since it's your first time on lunch break. Mm -hmm. That's crazy you... that that's her first time. <laughs> How about you pick our first question? Uh, I really like this question. So are girls okay with guys making less than them in terms of career slash jobs? Oof, getting into it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't even think that it's an issue with like my opinion. I think it's more of how the guys feel about this situation. Oh, I have a yes. lot of like mm -hmm. girlfriends where they make more than their partner. Both people are putting in equal amount of effort and like sure one person makes more money so maybe like someone else can pitch in in other ways. So to me personally it doesn't really bother me. I think it's more so how the guy takes it and whether or not um, it affects them because I know that there's a lot of like societal roles, gender roles that we were taught growing up and still that still hold true today and so it's how much does that affect him oh my god exactly. she's mm. gonna be a sugar mama she's putting it out there <laughs> i thought you were gonna say it depends on because like it's actually something that like my parents have talked about before too or i think they use it as like a judgment they'd be like oh like do they make more or less than you and then that's how they'll start kind of like judging a potential partner Mm. I definitely think that like times have changed. Yeah. I mean, even I think something as simple as like changing your last name, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, yeah, but I also yeah. think right. it's a lot more acceptable now to not change your name. And mm. it's really funny because mm. I have a lot of like friends who are doctors and they're like, I worked my whole life, you know, to become like, for yes. example, for me, it would be like uh -huh. Dr. Fang, not like Dr. Whoever I end up marrying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's definitely a changing thing. And I do think that sometimes it's like, 
realizing for ourselves like what is it about these gender roles like does it bother us versus is it something that bothers like our parents and deciding for ourselves like what are we willing to like invest ourselves in or not I also feel like if my partner is happy with their job regardless of how much they make I think Mm -hmm. I'm just happy at that point I think honestly at the end of the day it's how you guys can approach things like a team yeah you know when I left Wangfu I was unemployed for a while and Jack paid the bills you know and then when I first got with Jack, I paid the bills while he was finding his job. So I don't think any Mm -hmm. point in time really determines a person's worth, whether you're a guy or a girl. I think it's really the heart and intention of what that person is searching for and how you are actively trying to do your part as a team member. Obviously, you guys have to make money to survive, you know? So it's like a team effort to talk about like, what is the comfort of lifestyle and all of that. But I think the mentality of men should be the ones that are providing and mm-hmm. having an issue with women, like having a higher position or making more money. I feel like it's outdated, you know? Mm-hmm. And if anything, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want your partner to like, if she can thrive to like the highest ability um, and it can help the team in that sense and the couple, wouldn't you want that for each other? Agreed. Great first question. Great answers. <laughs> Christine, why do you pick the second one? So Jacob Luna asks, I mean, these are kind of two questions I think are related to each other. So why do girls say you choose and immediately reject all the food choices? And then why do girls not want their own servings and then eat all of my food? <laughs> As a girl, I never think about that. I'm always like, oh, my food you can have and mm-hmm. family style yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know i think girls like we never i never thought about it that way i think guys obviously do i'm sorry <laughs> the solution is to just order more food i guess so, that is right? always the solution actually mm-hmm. yes i guess the first question that he asked is why do girls say you choose where mm-hmm. like the guys like you choose and <laughs> And then we can't and choose. Say, no, I don't. I don't want any. Like, I definitely have done that. I still do that with Jack. Or I, I do like, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, why do you guys do that? What is it that you guys uh, want? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I want to eat, but I want to hear the <laughs> options so I know what to reject and what I don't want to eat. And then, and then, like maybe they'll say like a cuisine that I haven't even thought about yet, and I'm like, oh, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but I can't think about it on my own because like. I'm not thinking about it yet. See, that's that's it. I think that's what the guys are frustrated about because it's like they put in all the effort because we're like, nah, I'm too lazy. You tell me. And then when they put in all the work, Jack does this. He scrolls through Yelp and he's like, what about this? What about this? What about this? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I, I, I have come to realize that the compromise is if I'm going to be like that, I can understand how frustrating it is, so then I will try to put in the effort to look through it myself. Do not ask Jack and confirm this, <laughs> but I've tried. He's like, um, yeah, she never I don't does know that. how true that is. But I guess the answer is because girls don't know what we want. Yeah, yeah. we're indecisive. Blanket We're fitness. indecisive, and even if we think we're decisive, when the food actually arrives, we're like, mm. Mm, actually, yours looks better. <laughs> yes! yes! Full circle. <laughs> what are your opinions on makeup and the pressure to be pretty? Mm. girls a lot of times like especially like when you grow older or like you see a lot of stuff on instagram or magazines it's like oh you should look a certain way i definitely felt that way like when i first moved to la i was like everyone's so pretty takes a lot of effort to look effortless i I think that's what i've learned um i definitely think that this is something that i struggled a lot with like my journey with 
being pretty and all that like from like my early 20s till now I'm 29 has changed a lot like my perspective of it like I remember when I was in college um, my roommate was an athlete and she's like oh come work out with me like let's go to the gym and I remember I would like always have to put on makeup before I went and she was like I don't understand that like we're gonna go we're gonna sweat and then we're gonna come back and shower but I remember like subconsciously just like not being comfortable with myself to like go out and just not have makeup on and go work out. I don't know, like it was just such a weird feeling. During my mid twenties, like that was kind of the years that I spent in New York. And I feel like I really found a lot of like confidence in myself. And I think like a lot of my insecurities that I had growing up, which were like my eyes and, you know, mm -hmm. having monolids and being like, oh, my eyes look so small when I don't have eyeliner on, like Relatable. letting go of, <laughs> right? Like mm -hmm. letting go of those expectations and just learning to be comfortable with myself, embracing the features that my ancestors gave me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's definitely like a journey that I'm still going on, but I think I'm a lot more comfortable with myself now, especially during quarantine too. Like I spend more days staring at myself without makeup than with makeup. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now I feel like my perspective, like I'll sometimes like, you know, see myself in the mirror without makeup and I'm like, oh, actually it's like, I don't look that bad. Like not as disheveled mm -hmm. as I, as I imagined I would, mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's definitely something that like, um, I associated with, like if I put on the eyeliner, I feel really put together and I still do, but I think that I'm trying to disassociate that with like my self-worth. Like, mm -hmm. oh, putting on eyeliner, I'm instantly, like, worth more in society. Like, it's it's not about that. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with makeup, makeup, like, whether you wear a little or a lot, but it's just kind of understanding, like, oh, that isn't everything that you have to offer. Yeah, I think the, the attractive, being attractive and what that means to a woman or a female is something that I personally have struggled with for a really long time. And, like, to be honest, it really climaxed at my time at Wang Fu. I think if you mm. look at past videos, you see kind of my transition of coming in really innocent and like then throughout trying to get like my idea of what pretty, be, I mean like, you know what, you, when you're at Wang Fu, you're surrounded by really pretty actresses mm -hmm. and like they're put on this pedestal, right? And then, the, and then they're Asian, so they're right in front of you. So yeah. then there's like this like, okay, you see the progression of trying to be more and more sexy and more and more pretty. And then my makeup and all of these, like how I dress really started to change. I realized that from a young age that as a girl, that's always kind of been in my psyche of just your, what Regina said about your self-worth being tied to how pretty you are. And then once mm -hmm. I think being on YouTube, I don't know if you girls have experienced it, but there's been a lot of comments, especially geared towards women on Wang Fu, like in the comments, mm -hmm. it's all about the looks. A lot of yeah. things all about the looks because we are programmed as women to be like, okay, so you're saying that I'm not pretty. You're saying that like immediately that cuts into our own self-esteem and own self-worth. Mm -hmm. So it takes quite the journey and own like your self-reflection to be like, what does that really mean to me? Like Regina said, like at the end of the day, does being pretty, putting on makeup mean I'm a better person? Does that really mean that people accept me and love me more because I look a certain way because it fits with like who they think I should be and what I should look like? So those mm -hmm. are kind of the things that on a surface level, yes, makeup makes can make you feel better. But then at the end of the day, when you get older, you realize it's not really about the makeup, it's more about the skincare, right? It's more <laughs> about the stuff like Important. internal. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 that's the stuff that really is sustainable and matters. And like you could cake on all the makeup that you want, but if your skin is bad and you're not taking care of yourself and you know, you just keep putting on more, it, you almost cover who you really are. Mm -hmm. 
What about you guys? So I actually used to work at Sephora as like a retail worker. So like I actually started grow learning to like really like makeup. I do actually have mm-hmm. learned that like looking pretty for myself is like it feels great. Um, nice. But in high school, like I always thought of like makeup as like oh like you only wear makeup if you you don't feel satisfied with how you look. I had cousins in like Taiwan who like really liked makeup, and my dad was like oh I don't want you to be like them and like care so much about how you look because like it does like really affect your self esteem. Like once you have more access to like more makeup, then you find more and more things you need to cover up. For sure. Again, like when I moved to LA, like I felt like oh my god, everyone's so pretty. Like I have to up. You know my makeup skills, and then I—that's how I found out about like falsies too, and and all these other things, and highlighter and bronzer. I was—I like didn't know any of that stuff. But the more and more like uh, I like have, I guess, matured or like grown to like know more about makeup. It isn't for people. Like I think nowadays people are like, oh, you're putting on makeup to impress someone else. But I think now it's just like, oh, I'm putting on makeup because like sometimes I want to feel pretty. Um, mm-hmm. And like nowadays, like I want to be able to feel confident also to step outside and feel naturally pretty. Because there's always that that concern if like you have a significant other or you start dating someone, right? And they meet you with like makeup faced. Then there's like that fear <laughs> of like, oh, are you gonna love me with my naked face? You know, true beauty. like true beauty. The one too. <laughs> yes. I think that when it comes to beauty too it's like finding what works for you mm-hmm. like I remember in college I used to buy like all these like high heels these like super uncomfortable clothes and shoes mm-hmm. and things like that with this idea of what I was supposed to be and then now I'm like oh my god I hate heels I would never wear that <laughs> falsies like I wear them I rarely wear them because like it I feel like with my eye shape and things like that I don't know like sometimes it's like not it's just not really for me but mm-hmm. I think that that's what beauty is. It's like finding what works for you, kind of like with style too. Like finding what makes you feel beautiful rather than what society deems as beautiful, and trying to fit into those standards. Because then otherwise, everyone would just look the same. And yeah, how boring would that be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. It's it does take a process to understand how makeup works for you, and mm-hmm. makeup isn't for everyone. And I think like if it isn't. Yeah, good for you. You know, or like if it is good for you, I think it really just depends on why understanding why you want it and why mm. you use it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get that too. I never really wore makeup until like college because I have a brother and my mom never really wore makeup growing up, so I never really mm-hmm. learned from her. So everything mm-hmm. I learned was through YouTube or just like friends. And I don't know. It it was never something where I was like, oh, I I felt like I needed. To put on makeup, just because I guess I'm also like pretty lazy when it comes to like <laughs> properly doing makeup. <laughs> Have your thoughts on love changed from your teens till now? Ooh, tell us,、um, please share. <laughs>、um, I definitely think from when. When I was like a kid, like all of my ideas of love and romance came from like movies and TV shows、yes. and things like that, right?、Mm. So I was always waiting for that like romantic, like firework spark type moment. And I think that I just had very like unrealistic expectations of what life was like post those like firework moments.、Mm-hmm. I think that now, as I'm getting older, and I'm like, okay, I want to look for a partner in life. I think that's actually how I look at it. Like I think、mm-hmm. that it's like the love. Grows from how how much respect you have for one another, how much are you willing to grow together, and like how compatible you guys are,、mm-hmm. versus like chasing those like 
oh my god, like, head over heels, like, romantic, you know, walks on the beach and and things Mm -hmm. like that, like, those moments, I feel like those are still really special, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that that's, like, the main focus. I think my focus is more so on, you know, how much can we make each other laugh? How good is the conversation that we're having Mm -hmm. with one another? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that I always thought, yeah, love is when you're just, like, you cannot live without this other person Mm -hmm. and I think that it's kind of shifted to more of a life would really suck without this person but it isn't like Mm. that's the end all be all yes exactly I remember like it was a random moment where like my mom was was talking to me and she was just like Michelle like all you've ever wanted when you were a kid was to like have a boyfriend and which is true because (laughs) like in high high school and in junior high I remember like Mm -hmm. you know you get those assignment notebooks like whenever I get those assignment notebooks I would go to the last day of like that grade and then I'd write, did you get a boyfriend yet? <laughs> so like future me would be able to answer it. Aww. And then for me, like junior high to high school, like I didn't get a boyfriend. So I'd always be mm. like super sad. I'd always have this vision of like what love is and all that stuff. And it's like love is enough, that kind of like mentality. You know, you've mm. seen those movies, you know, the rom-coms. It's like love should be enough. Like it doesn't matter what situation you're in. Like it's enough and it should last forever. But now, nowadays, like, you know, gro- growing up and going through, like, you know, a couple of heartbreaks and stuff, you learn that, like, sometimes, like, love isn't enough, unfortunately. Or there are things that happen that it's, like, we can't be together or, like, you're not in the same life stage as I am and, like, that's why I can't be with you. Yes, it's, like, the whole ro- romanticizing romance and romanticizing love, the concept in itself. Because you do see it in everything. For me, I-, I used to, like, watch a lot of, like, shoujo anime. So it was always, like, very, like, K-drama also love stories where it's, mm-hmm. like, super dramatic. But nowadays it's, like, oh, no, there is you should have a more realistic mindset of love where it's, where it's like you need to find love in yourself first and like be okay with that and then you'll be able to find a partner um, still in, in the future. Yeah, I think what I value too in like searching for relationships, like before it was like, oh, what are these romantic gestures that they'll do for me versus Mm -hmm. now I'm like, just tell me straightforward what you want. Like, (laughs) let's get to the point, like no more games. Like, I feel like I value that. And I feel like that is a, this is, that's Mm -hmm. like a new understanding of like love and respect that I have. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want you to just like drag me along. Like I actually find it very like respectable if you're just like, hey, I'm not really feeling it. Like I'm totally totally cool with that just be mm-hmm. honest you know exactly like don't waste my time and it's like just let's not waste each other's times and just get on with our lives yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah the traits thing too I remember like I there was a turning point realizing that I wanted different traits like in high school it's like oh my god I want them to be smart and I want them to be like good very, looking like, and superficial yeah. yes Aww. very superficial <laughs> yeah. and then I remember in college I was just like you know what I want someone who like challenges me and like kind of mm-hmm. like changes my life because they do challenge me like, they make mm-hmm. me think different things. I agree. Like, I would want someone that would make me want to be a better person. No, that's so true. I think for most of us girls growing up, like Michelle said, we grew up with, like, the Disney fantasy romantic version in our heads of what love should be. And that's all sparkles. And the guys is like, the guys, seriously, are just an accessory in that. Where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm the princess and I found, I found the guy who has everything. The end, mm. right? So it's very yeah. innocent. We're brought up that way. We never talk about sex. We never like know what mm-hmm. any of those things mean. Kissing is probably, or holding hands is probably like the biggest <laughs> thing in our heads, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that happened. And I honestly never thought about it this way. I don't know if it's too raunchy for Wong Fu, but it's like <laughs> learning that 
the same time girls are watching like you know rom-com movies or disney and all these romance guys are watching porn you know and their idea of what love and being with a girl in their head is so like different than us girls growing up and expecting what a relationship with a guy mm-hmm. would look like. So then you yeah. mash that all together in our teens, in like high school, in college, and then you have this whole like discrepancy of girls who are brought up in society to be super innocent, and then guys who are like, oh, guys, boys will be boys, you know? And mm-hmm. then that is where the reality of it hits, where I think a lot of women and girls going through that transition have a really like very confusing time because you're like, all the things that I thought a man would be in the question mark of once I find my prince charming, shouldn't he just be all these things, whatever those things are? But then you realize that what your needs are and what he's looking for are two very different things that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what your 20s are for. When you start mm-hmm. realizing and filling in the blanks for yourself, that it's never about the prince charming. You know, Michelle said, it's about defining you first and what is it that you want, you're looking for, what's important you know, mm-hmm. and then you're the guy or your partner that comes along, tying that all in with Jessica said, you guys learn how to be better for each other. I was going through like a breakup and there was this TED talk about like this woman who like divorced three different times and like kind of finding like love for herself. And she said this quote that was like, you need to marry yourself first because you came into this earth by yourself with your own life. And so you, you're, you're living for yourself and you should be living it for yourself. And when you die, like you die with yourself too. People are always like, oh like, yeah, like I want love that's forever. And like, you know, I want to be with this person till the day I die. But it's also like, you know, you don't, you don't get to take that person with you. So what you should be focusing on is yourself because you're with you for your, the rest of your life. No one else mm-hmm. is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That fantasy of that person is going to fulfill everything that you need at every single time or majority of it is really unrealistic. And to be Extremely honest, so. it's unrealistic yeah. because you're not letting that person be who they are, yeah. you know? And if yeah. you can't love that person for who they are and who they're trying to be, even they're trying to be better, like, then that's not love. You, you guys are in love with the potential of each other, or the fantasy of each other. That is what <laughs> dating teaches you. <laughs> That I didn't know in my teens. I just thought that, yeah, Mm. that person's just supposed to have everything. And that when you guys meet, you guys just know. The expectation for everyone to just, like, know is also unrealistic. Because Mm. I think that it just depends on your own personality of, like, how you, like, choose to romanticize your relationship. Like, if you are the type of person who's like, oh my god, I need to have the person that I marry be my the one. Like, okay, then that's cool. But, like, if you're kind of like, hey, this person is someone that I... Enjoy spending time with and I want to continue growing with like that's fine too I think the expectation of being like oh this person has to be the one like is is just it's not realistic and like the idea of like oh there has to always be a spark mm-hmm. I feel like a, lo- yeah. a lot of relationships that I've heard it's like oh we lost our spark but it's like well as you grow in a relationship you should grow as like people versus like oh there shouldn't always be like I don't think we account for people evolving and changing and that's Mm -hmm. actually the thing that we're scared of right because it's like change if that person changes like oh my god what does that mean but it's like in a friendship too your your Mm -hmm. friends change like from high school to college they're not the same person anymore you're not the same person anymore and Mm -hmm. to be always hoping that 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 stays the same or if you guys don't have that same type of chemistry even with friends then what does that mean it just means that you guys are growing you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. in a relationship it's the same thing if you guys 
get to a point where the spark um, like dies or goes away, mm -hmm. then that in itself is a sign, right? That you guys just mm -hmm. have grown apart. But I would say like even with me and Jack, like the spark died. It died. We broke up, you know? And we actually had to do a lot of both inner work separately. And then we fell back in love with the evolved versions of ourselves. And that spark or chemistry has is even stronger because it's built on like a stronger foundation. Sparks, chemistry, all of that, I think it's all really good Hollywood writing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. Well, this was fun. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christina and Regina, for joining us on lunch break. You guys are doing amazing things. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Come over and listen to Christine and my podcast, Perfectly Imperfect, where we have fun conversations like this all the time. <laughs> I recently just launched my women's workwear line at last, so be Yay. sure to check that out. All their links are going to be down below, so be sure to check them out. Thank you again to our plus one, Michelle Mori, for supporting us on Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon and be a plus one on future lunch breaks, be sure to join us on Patreon. And then don't forget to check out uh, our store, wongfustore.com. We have merch that we update every so often, and it helps support, directly supports us and keeps Wongfu alive. So thank you for our podcast listeners if you're listening on our podcast. Lunch breaks are every Thursday, so see us next week. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.